0: It's Tuesday, October 22nd, and today I talk with Tommy Ryan about uh, Microsoft Teams, and in particular, we talk about channels and some strategies around channels. And we also talk about moving from other platforms that might utilize tags and some approaches to uh, moving off of those platforms. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is 3 official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Today, we're going to talk about uh, Microsoft Teams, and in particular, strategy around uh, working with channels and along those lines um, know we've been doing a lot of migrations and moving from various platforms over into microsoft teams and just wanted to talk in general uh about channels and what we've done what we've learned so far and uh and jump into that how's it going tom my head is about to explode (laughs) it's about to explode i'm catching tommy at the end of the day And his head's about to explode. So, this could get exciting, ladies and gentlemen. This really could get exciting. So,. So let's start off with um, talking about, <clears throat> in general, with with uh, channels, You know, we're uh, maybe for folks who are new to Teams a little bit. So each team, you have the opportunity to create channels within that team. And I know for us, um, we, we had a little bit of a discussion in prepping for this, sort of like we want to have the the right amount of channels and sort of what do we use them for and, and those types of things. And along with that is sort of like how to... Um, when you talk about like Slack and talk about uh, uh, Google and, and and Gmail tags in those platforms, how does this man uh, sort of? How does this map over to um, to Microsoft Teams? So let's just start off with with channels in general. So right now the channels are all they're all public you had mentioned there's they're also they're moving towards something where you might have private channels and so ability to do
1: things like that yeah it's on the roadmap and we have yeah. customers that really care about that and are you know looking forward to incorporating that in how they use teams uh uh-huh. um, you know kind of the to back up on teams itself and you know what what's channels all about um, what i find with teams is Teams is a great user interface to take your documents and bring them to life with conversations. And over the years with Microsoft, we've had ways of collaborating. You have co-authoring in documents, you got discussion threads that you had in SharePoint. And all these things were great ways to have a way to collaborate, but, I've found that conversations in teams are a great way to really huddle up around a document and get work done. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it reminds you a little bit of the groove days of you really felt like you had a team working together around that document. And so when you have a team, the concept of the collaboration that you do around that shows up in a conversation, and conversations show up in a channel. And when you create the team for the first time, you've got a team with the general channel. And that general channel allows you to collaborate around these documents. And you have this whole stream of back and forth with people that allows you to tie conversations directly to that content But when I'm done with this content and say I send it to somebody, these conversations don't go along with it. So you don't have to strip out the the comments in the document. Uh, You don't have to do any cleanup around that. Those conversations are tied to what you have in your document repository that's tied to the document. And so conversations are a key concept within a channel and really a big part of how you make decisions around well, how many channels should I have? Um, why create another channel? Because I'm given a channel when I create that team for the first time. And in, in my view, when I look at it is I want to have a high signal to noise ratio when I'm doing collaboration and when I'm navigating around in teams. And so if I have a general channel and I have a whole bunch of different subgroups within the team having these conversations that I really don't care about, then I'm gonna wanna start separating it out and and saying, well, maybe for a project team, I've got a a project management channel or a a testing channel or a developer channel. Just thinking of where like people are coming together to have conversations that I know I can hop over into and that's where I'm going to kind of get a lot of um, good use of my time, you know, looking at conversations within a team. So that you were there, you were like thinking of
0: like a channel per role, like sort of. what. That's did. one way of looking yeah. at it. a channel yeah. per
1: role. Yeah, another way to look at it is, you know, how do you get work done? And my, one of my roles that I play is being in sales. And we have this Um, These teams called account teams. And when we go help a customer, there's an initiative there, you know, say a Jive to SharePoint migration. And that initiative will be one or more projects to get that done. And as I work with the delivery team and our finance team and come together and get an SOW done, I need people to come in and help me. And I don't want them to be bogged down with other initiatives that I have at that account. I want them to come and help me with this initiative. So if I have a channel per initiative, that's a great way to segment the conversations. And then also in my accounts, I have kind of a general contracts area. And that general contracts area has things like an MSA, hmm. maybe some vendor agreement documents, some Um, You know some terms that are generic across everything I do with that client. Well, I'm going to put it in that general agreements channel. And that's where I, as the account manager, will be in there. And then maybe someone in finance will be in there. But people that are delivering projects, maybe they never touch that. The only way they get involved within that account is within an opportunity that they're helping scope out. So it really, I look at it as ways of you know, channels typically segment the conversation, so when someone comes in, they don't get lost in the clutter of everything that happens within that team. Um, you have some teams that they're small enough, and there's there's not a, a lot of frequency of conversations that take place that you want to keep it simple. Maybe you just use the general channel, and that serves the purpose of. Occasionally, when you come in here and collaborate, and the team itself is is enough of a boundary to say this is valuable for our this team to come in and and work on conversations in one place.
0: Yeah, I know. There's been times in which I'm like, I can't remember where I put something in which channel I put it in, so I use search to sort of try to find it, and then I find where it where I put it. So sometimes it's a. It's a little bit of a, you know, um, using the free text search just to find where I put I something. think that's,
1: the, yeah. you know, today for me, I think you get to a certain threshold of Teams that that navigation on the left that allows you to navigate through Teams and channels becomes useless. Um, for me, I put my top Teams at the top of my navigation. I have expanded maybe three Teams and then everything else I need to get to within a team, I am going to search for it within that free tech search at the top. And what comes into play um, within an organization is standardization around how do you name things? Because I, we have um, account codes. Certain client has, say, a three or four letter abbreviation for that account. Well, I can find projects for that account account. I can find sales opportunities for that account. And so when I know I need to go and look for something, I won't go through the navigation or start typing short code. Mm -hmm. Or I know that, you know, something has, uh, it's a, you know, it's a migration for that account. So I'll, I'll put in the short code and the word migration and it'll bring me to that right team and channel.
0: It's almost like you're tagging it. Because you've got yes. a certain code, you've you got, you got a naming convention. You've got a naming convention for it, so you're searching, doing a free text search for that naming convention, and that's that's your sort of way of tagging it. Yes. yeah, right. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Along the lines of tagging, I know we're, um, you know, when people are migrating, moving off of like a platform that does have tagging, and then trying t- trying to somewhat map it over to the. More of like the the hierarchical folder based world of Teams, and you know, um, you know, it's it, it, it looks like where what you have to do is you sort of have to take it and, and make a uh, make a mapping and, and move it to one place. But then you know, you, it's sort of like a combination of I moved it to that one place along with using search to actually find different things. It seems like a combination of the two is in what you
1: end up having to do within Teams. Yeah. Teams is, you know, today it has a little bit of that legacy of the mindset of, you know, folders is how you organize. And you can even think of it, you know, the channels is another way of, you know, you're, you're deciding where it goes. And when you create a new channel, um, you see that manifested within SharePoint as there's a new folder in the root of the, file, the documents library that you mm-hmm. have for that team. And so... Um, you're, when you segment things, um, Teams really lo- gravitates towards folders as a way to organize around that. And where it, it is a challenge, that we were talking about earlier today, is tags allows you to put information in more than one place. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, I do see in the roadmap that tags are on the roadmap. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to come later. And so you can... Say augment that information and by tagging it, so you can um, quote put it in more than one place virtually um, to find information. Yeah, I mean it, 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 it's it's going it, to since we have
0: something in SharePoint for for what was it called taxonomies uh, within SharePoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sort of had its own Managed metadata, in. Managed metadata. That's it. Um, and then Yammer has its own, you know, has tagging Topics, as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, you see, it's going to it'll there's yeah eventually we'll be there but right now it's just sort of like um yeah, dealing with the fact that all, often content uh, has to do with a number of different topics, and then how do you find that later on? Tagging seems to seems to be the, sort of the prototypical way of doing that in in searching for tags, and 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 I think for the time being, what we're what we're saying is, is yeah, you get it into the appropriate hierarchy. You try to keep it in the general. You you, you don't get any more complex than it needs to be. You use the general channel as much as you can. Um, and you use free text along with that to find what you need to, what you know, to find the information yeah. that you need to find.
1: And, and I think one thing that we have to keep in mind is teams is for team collaboration, yeah. Getting, yeah, yeah. Get, getting getting information created so it can go to its next step in its life cycle. Mm-hmm. So, some things that we do. And, and I always put it through the sales lens because a lot of things that I do are related to that, is when I'm creating an SOW, um, it eventually has to land in the contracts library yes. you know, with a signed file that it has a certain structure yep. and convention to make it very easily discoverable. But that work in progress of getting work done within teams, um, naming conventions is going to be important and and you know, having some repeatability of I do this the same way within like teams within the same kind of classification of a team. Mm-hmm. And then when that information is created, there's a pro you know p- post-processing step that maybe this becomes knowledge. Yeah. And now that it's knowledge, it's a finished v- version one of the document that needs to live beyond. The quick swarming around getting that content created, Mm -hmm. it goes into another place to live long term that maybe has a managed metadata structure around it that makes it easier to discover through search and navigation.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think this gets back into the, and this is probably a good place to wrap up. I mean, sort of gets, gets back into... The fact that Office 365 has a number of different places where you're putting content. Teams is one, is one place that enables for these these small team, small to mid-sized team collaborations. But some of that content is going to be in SharePoint. Some of it's going to end up as records in some other location. But you're really using a, a combination of the different services that are available inside of inside of Office 365. And I think what ends up happening is like with most things, you're, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, of focus recently on teams. And so you sort of try to use it for as many use cases that you can, but then in the end, you're using it in combination with the other products that are available from, from Office 365. And it's also, it's also just a reminder as well, how important search is to all of this stuff as well.
1: Yeah, that, I was just talking about that today with someone else Is you know, we're, we're on this journey. We're helping a ton of people get into the platform and then getting into the platform, you, you've got to do some information architecture around yep. how things are going to be structured, where are you going to put things, yep. and then you're going to get work done within that platform, and then you're going to try to find stuff. Yeah. And we're not yeah. quite there, but yeah. we're getting some customers on that journey that are starting to talk about well what's my search strategy now now that i'm getting adoption of the platform i've got most of my stuff migrated over there i've got to find it
0: awesome i appreciate these little conversations because i think it helps me helps me practically when i'm Working with, um, like in this case, working with Teams and hopefully helps our listeners as well as they're sort of thinking through um, moving from other platforms like Slack and, and, and G Suite over into uh, utilizing Office 365 and in particular utilizing uh, Microsoft Teams. So thanks for taking some time out of your busy day to sure, talk sure. about this. This is always good. Always awesome. enjoy it. Thanks, everyone, for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft cloud, please come by and see us at 3will.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.